closer to the athletes, coaches, families, and fans of Cincinnati sports. It's On the Sidelines with Q102's Molly Watson and Lindsey Patterson. Presented by OrthoCincy, the orthopedic authority. We are back on the sidelines, myself and Lindsey Patterson, and another guest in studio. This is kind of a fun surprise. Ethan Herzog, uh, he's a sports broadcasting major at UC and a student of Betsy Ross's. She has been on the podcast before. Lindsay, do we love her or do we love her? Um, she's the absolute best. She's the queen of Cincinnati. She is the queen of Cincinnati, one of the first female broadcasters in history. So we absolutely adore her. So uh, Ethan came in to shadow me. He loves football. He's been following the draft. So we're going to have him just join us. Chime in here and there, Ethan. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm happy to do it. Okay. Yeah. And he's got a good voice. I'm like in here yeah. talking to him. I'm like, you got that deep radio voice, Ethan. I like it. And, and I mean, seriously, that that means a lot. I'm going <laughs> to be completely honest. Coming from someone in radio, oh. that's fantastic. Well, and you got a good name, Ethan Herzog. Hey. A little punch to yeah. it. Nothing too complicated. Um, okay. So we're going to jump on in here. Of course, the draft happening this week going on through Saturday. The Bengals have selected defensive end Miles Murphy from Clemson. Lindsay, how do you feel about this? Oh, well, the pick is great. Defensively, they needed to add to their defensive line. When you go into this offseason, they had very few weaknesses, but getting to the quarterback was one of them. And the Bengals actually had Miles Murphy as one of their top prospects. They couldn't believe that he was there at 28, and they ran to the podium. So just being able to offer that rotation with Joseph Asai, Trey Hendrickson, Sam Hubbard, uh, you have DJ Reader on the line where they're spending quite a few dollars, but they needed to go cheap on the defensive side and start hitting some of these rookie contracts. So I love the pick. I'm excited that they're going to be able to hopefully get to Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, a few of those uh, opposing quarterbacks with, with their new rookie and Miles Murphy. I personally was looking more offensive for the first thing. I'm weird. And my my focus has been on a halfback because I've been watching everything going down with Joe Mixon and obviously Samaje Pinar and we lost. So looking more towards that, I, I've loved Spears out of Tulane. He ran all over Cincinnati in the regular season. It was a big factor in Tulane's win against USC in the Cotton Bowl, who is a fantastic power back, which, I mean, Samaja Pirine was the almost the exact same thing. So I really liked that going forward, but obviously not talking about that anymore because we drafted Miles Murphy. And I, I can't really agree more. I think it's really nice to have that depth, especially for someone that can get to the quarterback and has done it successfully at Clemson in those three years. It really adds depth and honestly facing Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen is going to be something that happens pretty frequently moving forward for the Bengals, especially in the in playoff situations. And if he, meaning Miles Murphy, can contribute into that factor, then that's perfect. Yeah, no, I agree with it. I know you, you talked about the offensive side. I'll actually get to it because I think a lot of Bengals fans, when they looked at that pick at 28, a lot of their guys were falling. And you hear the Michael Mayer. He's a hometown guy, Cub Cap, oh, yeah. Notre Dame star. And their tight end room could use another superstar. And, and obviously adding another weapon is always good for Joe Burrow. Offensive line, will they get an offensive line? Will they go cornerback with all of those options? So I think a lot of Cincinnati Bengals fans, they were a little shocked to see – oh, Michael Mayer's there? That's a home run pick. They're going to go that way. But I honestly think Miles My- Murphy, could. you could see the same situation for them too, like I said, with the defensive side and being able to get to the quarterback. So I'm okay. I think a pick 60 today is going to be offense. And maybe it's running back or tight end. But 
you really can't go wrong with just adding more depth and, and positional pieces on the offense or defensive side of the ball for the Bengals. Lindsay, I want to talk about Cincinnati native Paris Johnson Jr. Uh, played for Ohio State. Uh, he played at St. X, Princeton High School, number six overall pick to the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, what's so cool about Paris Johnson Jr. is I want to say that he was the highest Cincinnati high schooler ever drafted in the top six, uh, which was unbelievable for him to get picked there. And I'm, I'm really excited about his NFL career. I'm not going to lie. Going into the offseason, I was like, well, what are the chances that Paris could drop all the way to the Bengals late in the draft? Because obviously adding another right tackle at this moment, I know he could play left tackle in the NFL, but, but adding that tackle position, depth, a hometown guy, maybe coming back home to Cincinnati would have been huge. But he was going to be one of the top dogs in this draft when it comes to the offensive line. So extremely happy for him. I can't wait to watch him in the NFL. Sorry, I'm trying to find. Ethan had something. I, he was excited to talk about something. Yeah, so hang I, on one sec. <laughs> because Lindsay was right. Okay, I did just find it. Back in the 1976 draft, it was Steve Niehaus who was the highest drafted player out of Cincinnati for Moeller High School. Oh, and he went to Moeller. Okay, now we know. I'm glad. Aren't phones great? You can just Google it right away. Fantastic, yeah. (laughs) All right, Linz, let's switch gears over to Joe Burrow's contract. Is it going to happen soon? What's going on? So the Bengals picked up his fifth-year option last week, and or actually this week. We're only on Friday right now. I know. We still got time. It's moving right along, but I'll say that I think it uh, it worried some Bengals fans to see them pick up the fifth-year option. It was definitely just part of the process. They're working with Joe's representatives, and I know we've talked about it on the podcast for the last couple months with Joe Burrow's contract. When's it going to happen? And one of the things I love about it is Joe Burrow's agency and the Bengals front office, they're keeping everything silent. They're talking to each other, but they're not talking to the media. They're not kind of giving the inside scoop, what's going on, what number are they on. I think the Joe Burrow contract is going to be done before they hit training camp. And if it's the first week of training camp, maybe that's it. But the Bengals really like to get that stuff done before you get into the preseason, obviously before regular season. But it's going to be a high number. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's around $53 million a year or even 54. There's a chance of that. Everybody saw Lamar Jackson get paid. And uh, Joe, I-, I would say this, no bias, but I think he will uh, uh, he'll make a little more than, than Lamar did. Or were you surprised by how much they offered Lamar? Or were you? Spring brings new beginnings, but it can also bring unexpected injuries. Ortho Cincy Orthopedic Urgent Care is more affordable than a busy ER. With five convenient locations, including extended evening and Saturday hours in Edgewood and Anderson, Ortho Cincy Orthopedic Urgent Care makes it easy to get the care you need. Simply walk in, no appointment necessary. Visit orthocincy.com to learn more. That's orthocincy.com. Who's surprised by how much they offered Lamar? Well, Lamar and the Ravens, they've been going back and forth for for a couple years now trying to get this franchise uh, contract completed. He was a franchise tag in in back-to-back years last year, and this one, obviously, there was a chance that they could work out a long-term deal, and they were able to do it. The thing about Lamar Jackson is he doesn't have an agency. He's repping himself with these conversations in in the Ravens' front office, and Baltimore made a few moves this offseason, and they said, okay, we'll get your receiver. Odell Beckham Jr. was one of the popular free agents for a few teams that were wide receiver needy and they brought him in Lamar's like oh I like what you're doing over there gets a big contract so good for Lamar but um I I know that it scares people when they think of Joe Burrow's contract what's it gonna be is it gonna be a high number how how are the Bengals compete with that I think the Bengals already knew that Joe Burrow was gonna get paid a high dollar um so that really doesn't change much Uh, maybe the guaranteed dollar but other than that we always knew he was going to be one of the highest paid quarterbacks so I think Joe will actually uh Make make a little more and and become officially become the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, I agree. I mean, 
it, it's coming. It it has to be. And I mean, I I was kind of shocked how much how much Baltimore paid Lamar because I mean, I don't think Lamar's done much in Baltimore nope. as of recent. Obviously, he's been injured, so there's no real way to see. But it's kind of hard to tell how much you should really pay Lamar. And I honestly thought he was going to be gone. I thought he was going to be out of Baltimore by next week. I'm going to be honest, but obviously it's now currently the highest paid quarterback, but it's going to not be too much longer until we see Joe Burrow with a much higher contract payout. Mm. I, I think is the word I'm looking for. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I'm, I'm totally, I could not agree more with both of you, but I don't know if you saw this too, Lindsay, I posted a picture yesterday. Uh, they officially got the huge pay core sign up on yeah. the stadium. Oh, yeah. So uh, it's looking good. All of its bright orange and all of that uh, glistening atop the uh, Paycor Stadium. But um, which I will say too. Speaking of Joe Burrow, we did get the chance to interview Scott Burson, author of From Bulldog to Bengal. Um, Lindsay and I did about uh, when was that? A few days ago, right, Lindsay? Yeah. Yeah, and it yep. was um, a great interview, and it's all up. It's the episode right before this one. You can listen to it now. And he had some really great stories about Joe. I want to read this book. I mean, we, we linked it on our uh, website if you want to order it. Uh, you can get it off Amazon. But he talked about Joe Burrow's favorite candy growing up was candy apple suckers. Um, the time, he how he handled losing as a kid. He did not handle it well, but he also was very composed, just like we would yeah. expect him to. So uh, it's a great interview. I highly recommend checking that out if you're on a Joe Burrow high like the rest of us all the time. Uh, that was the episode before this. Uh, Lindsay, what else do you think is going to come with? Uh, so we're recording this podcast on Friday afternoon. Uh, we still have through tomorrow with the draft. Any big surprises or what do you expect? Yeah, for the Cincinnati Bengals, I wouldn't be surprised. Their next pick is at 60. So towards the end of the second round and then the third round tonight and then day three is the final day for the rest of their draft picks. They have about six more to go. I wouldn't be surprised if they trade up a few picks in the second round, similar to what they did last year when it comes to Cam Taylor Britt the year before they actually treated back to get Jackson Carmen. I think if they see their corner there, maybe a tight end or running back, and it doesn't cost them too much, they could end up moving up. Also, I think something to be on the radar today is uh, right tackle Jonah Willen, well, left tackle, but they want to move him over to right tackle. He, uh, he requested a trade. So trades could really happen with a lot of these players who feel like they want to go to another team, continue to play their same position during draft weekend. And since the Bengals were more than likely not getting the first round for him, I could see tonight being the night that they get a few picks and they could end up trading Jonah Williams and maybe they get another one in the second or third and that's just going to help them add more positional value to their team. I will say too, my favorite part of the draft is watching all the families and everybody just getting excited and all the guys hugging their mom and, and their kids and just, you know, all of it. I think it's, it's really cool just to kind of see everybody come together. Yeah, I 100% agree. And I know uh, UK quarterback Will Levis actually felt for him and his family yeah, last night yeah, because he yeah. was still in the green room and, and not know. getting picked. But it happens. Uh, dreams do come true. And then other guys, uh, they make it later on in the draft. And the second and third round will be on tonight. And Saturday, they'll wrap it all up. New exciting Bengals. We'll have rookie minicamp next week. And uh, so much training camp time, Molly. Yeah, no, training camp is right around the corner, and every year we say that we're going to go and have a picnic and sit and watch <laughs> me and Lindsay. Every year we're like, we're doing it, we're doing it, but we really should this year, weather permitting, because Lord yeah. knows it's been all over the place lately. But, um, yeah, so, of course, we'll uh, follow up again all about the Bengals' draft picks and what else happens uh, through this weekend. I do want to shift gears over to soccer. FC Cincinnati on the road this weekend. They'll be out of town, New England, 
Uh, we've got a soccer fan in the studio. Ethan said he's a big FC Cincinnati fan. Yes. Have you been to a game yet this year? I am actually a season ticket holder. Oh, so, we're a big fan. Yes. Okay. It, it is more so the result of my girlfriend was like, hey, you should do this with me. And I said, okay. And I, I wasn't a big soccer fan before. And now I'm super immersed in FC Cincinnati and all things MLS. And I'm like... You did this to me. That's awesome, but though. It, it's it's been fantastic, and technically four in the MLS, five overall with the Open Cup win this Wednesday against uh, Louisville City, which was fantastic. It was, oh, yeah. it was, I mean, it's a great revival of the rivalry. I won't say revival, but something of the sort of that rivalry. And, I mean, for a Open Cup midweek game at 7 p.m. against the USL team, I mean, the Bailey was packed. Yeah, of and course. It was, I mean, it, the... <laughs> The east side, which they only sold the east side of the stadium and whatever. But, I mean, like, it was it was a nice environment for the, the, what that game was and the 1-0 win that they got. Who are you enjoying watching this year? Barrial. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I mean, on. all of them. All I of mean, them. I love them. I yeah. love them all. Um, Barrial and uh, Lujo Acosta is another one. Acosta, fantastic. Yes, yes. Oh, my goodness. I cannot get enough of it. Yeah, we're big Vasquez fans. Too. Yeah. Vasquez. Love watching Vasquez. <laughs> but yeah, so the orange and blue back on the road this weekend. I know there's official watch parties and things happening all over town. Um, is there anything you wanted to add on that end, Linz? No, I just hope everybody has a good sports weekend. The Reds are having their self like a little mini win streak, which is nice after a slump for a couple weeks. And then FC Cincinnati, they can't lose right now. They're yeah. they're only winning and then the Bengals are adding new pieces. So so good times for Cincinnati sports fans. It really is. Could could not have said it better myself all right lens we'll let you go i know you have a lot going on hey i do want to add one more thing to this though uh do you hear about this the western and southern open is seeking a 150 million dollar expansion yeah um i can't wait to see what it looks like i know so here's the thing they say this will expand the tournament to two weekends draw 96 players uh additional tennis courts pickleball courts and year-round programming and concerts have you ever been to the western and southern i have i mean i've driven past it okay it's like it's right across it's the thing that's it's right, right across up the there highway by from king's island, from right? king's island yes. yeah i've driven past it and like i've seen pictures of it but that wow i know i know isn't that cool so i went like three times last year i kept getting invites and i was like okay and i just yeah, sure. i just kept going i grew up playing tennis so i love oh, tennis but the whole atmosphere of it all if you've never been it's right here in our own backyard and it's the coolest thing and i guess uh they're looking at potentially expanding so that could be really cool more details to come on that we'll uh, of course be back in a couple of days we'll circle back on the draft and everything happening um with Cincinnati Sports. That's a wrap. All brought to you by OrthoCincy, Orthopedics, and Sports Medicine. Ethan, what'd you think of your first uh, on the sidelines experience? I mean, it was fantastic. <laughs> I didn't expect to come in and be, you know, thrown <laughs> into a podcast situation. But I was like, it, you're, you're going to be on the podcast today. Let's throw you in. Yeah, I mean, um, it's, it's great. I've been trying to start my own podcast. So, there you I mean, go. You know, it's, good, it's good practice. Good it's good practice. practice to, you know, talk about things in a setting like this. So. Yeah. How you do you know. think he did, Linz? I think you did a great job. You had your research. You asked great questions and insight. And I'm already excited about your podcast. You got to give it up. Thank you. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's a, yeah another Cincinnati sports podcast because we need all of those apparently. We but, do. You know. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, Just don't fine. call it on the sidelines. You oh, got to de- call it something no. else. Oh no, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> all right, that's a wrap. This episode, Linz. I'll talk to you in a few days. Good to talk to you guys.